All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the rolling pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Active FM, my name is Andrew Falazi Wahahomu. Thank you so much for joining us once more again. Um, remember that good and exciting news never really end because The Void Show now has its own new official Facebook page. Make sure that you follow us there. The handle is at The Void Show with Andrew. So make sure that you follow the page and you like the page as well so that you do not miss any episode or anything from The Void Show and Active FM really. Otherwise, you can join us and find all the shows that we have on active fm studios on www.activefm.co.za remember that active fm has lots and lots of shows we've got movie shows entertainment quiet times science and really a lot more so make sure that you search that and you find all the shows that we are having so today you surely have seen what we're speaking about it's the universe in a nutshell we will be traveling through the stars and in the galaxies we'll be seeing all the interesting stuff about the universe and we have the very special guest on the void show really today who has really become a part of the void show family it's actually her third time joining us on the void show and today we really uh, give you a more sophisticated level of astronomy and astrophysics before anything let me do this and i'm coming right back hey this is Pastor Pearson Pretorius, and you are listening to Active FM. This is where it's happening. Amen. This is the Void Show, the only show that really gives you the imagination of the whole cosmos through the medium of radio waves. Now, I did say, and you have seen what we're speaking about today, we give you the universe in a nutshell. And joining us in studio today is the one and only Javeria the Martian scientist herself. Um, you need to remember that it's actually, she she has become part of the Void Show family, really. Um, this is actually her third time joining us on Active FM Studios. And remember that she is the president of the WAC, which is the Vitz Astronomy Club. She is also the planetarium presenter, um, the Johannesburg planetarium presenter, which is under Vitz, and she's part of the Golden Key as well. And you really need to know what that means. Miss Javeria, thank you so much for joining us actually on Active FM. It's a pleasure coming here all this the time. This is actually your third time joining us here. It is. <laughs> you can just imagine why I keep inviting you more. That's because we love having you here. Love being here. <laughs> um, first thing first, congratulations. Mm. Uh, you are completing your final year on uh, the Bachelor of Sciences in Astrophysics. Yeah. <laughs> How, how's the pressure? How does it feel? Oh, I'm feeling the pressure here. It's tough. <laughs> it's really tough. It's a lot of work. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just academics and... Academics is tough, yes. But you have to have other things as well. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Time management. Time management. But yeah. now the, the planetarium presenting, how is it going on on that side as well? It's going pretty well. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually training for a new show. Wow. Yeah, and I'm doing live shows as well. So I've got an upgrade. Hmm. Yeah. Remember that it's Javeria herself joining us, so make sure that you become part of our conversation today um, on The Void Show new official Facebook page. It's at The Void Show with Andrew. Otherwise, you can find us on Instagram. It's at ActiveFM777. Javeria, yes. straight to the business. Okay, let's go. <laughs> 
Um, I, I, I actually have your numbers, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I think this year you are having sort of like a research thing that you are doing. Mm-hmm. And so, I saw what you posted. You said you, you, you're doing a research in uh, the topic space flight. I am. Tell us more about that. So, the space flight topic is basically exploring a bunch of different ways to get to space hmm. and different propulsion mechanisms for rockets. Yes. So, whether it be chemicals or using your normal gases, can be electrical power, yeah, yeah. iron energy, or solar sails. We're also exploring some sci-fi ones, or oh, like yeah. unrealistic ones, and I'm using physics and math to debunk them. So the warp drive, <laughs> for example, yeah, yeah. Um, why a space elevator wouldn't work. Yes, yes. Yeah, and we're also looking at maybe how we could use matter and antimatter hmm. to power rockets. Yeah. But why was that important for you? I mean, because space flight, you could have chosen, I mean, you could have chosen any topic really in astronomy. <laughs> um, so for me, aeronautical engineering or yes. aerospace engineering has been very close to my heart, just mm. as much as astrophysics. Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to be an astronaut from a very young oh. age. So <laughs> when I had this opportunity of being able to do an engineering topic yes. in my physics degree, I, I grabbed it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so now that that really is interesting. I should really do say that. Um, but now I want us to speak more on a much more uh, deeper level, you know, of science. Um, in science, really, I, 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 and I believe that you're going to uh, agree with me when I say that there is a traditional way or maybe a culture in science of doing things. We're speaking about the scientific method. Oh, yeah, of right? course. A lot of discoveries and theories have actually been made through that channel of uh, the scientific method. Mm. Uh, just tell us more about it, um, what's happening and why so is it important. So the scientific method is yeah. taught to kids from like grade 5, grade 6 because yeah. it is the most basic thing a scientist has to go through. It's like mm. a checklist of steps that you have to follow in order to come up with a theory yes. or learn something new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first step is making observations. Making so observations. that's how everything in science started. People notice things mm-hmm. and from that you ask a question. So when they notice these things, they ask, okay, why is it happening? Or what's making this be this way? Yeah, or yeah. what is making it happen? And from that question, you do some research. So you see if there's any answers available or if there's any prior knowledge yeah. and what people know or don't know mm. about it. Mm. And from there, you make an educated guess. That is called a hypothesis. An so, educated guess. Yes, it is an educated <laughs> guess. It sounds funny, but yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what scientists do all the time. We guess. So from that but guess... But on a more educational level. Of course. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> so what we do is yeah. from that guess... Yes. We do a bunch of experiments. Mm-hmm. So you need to test your guess to find out if it's true or not. So once you test your guess, yeah, you yeah. find out if it's worth it or not, if it's correct or not, because your guess is supposed to make predictions. And if your predictions are wrong, that means your guess is probably wrong. And mm. you have to go back yeah, yeah. and reevaluate your guess and do some more research and try and come up with a different idea or a different guess. And you sort of keep repeating those steps yeah. until you get a successful answer or you get an answer that you want 
and you can draw a conclusion from yeah, that, yeah. which is the last step of the scientific method. Drawing a conclusion from yes, that. Yes, and coming up with a theory, possibly. Hmm. So, would you say that it really is necessary for for scientists or for anyone who really has discovered something to go through that process? I mean, why is it important? It's a logical process. Yeah. So even if you think you're not following it, mm-hmm. you are following it because <laughs> you will notice That's something <laughs> and you'll be curious about it. Mm. That's why you're going to look into yes. it, right? Yeah. So you're asking yourself the question. Now, what are you going to do to answer that question? As humans, we naturally come up with guesses and possible yeah. ideas to yeah. answer our questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're already doing the hypothesis part. Then you're going to try and find answers which match your idea. So you're hmm. going to do research, you're yes. going to do experiments to hmm. see if you're right or wrong. And then if you're wrong, you're going to try and come up with another guess. And that's basically what we do. So hmm. yes, it is necessary yes, because yes. it ensures that you are following the normal logic and that you are doing the right things in terms of what is defined as science. Hmm. But yeah, <laughs> everyone does it without realizing it. <laughs> okay, so um, I, I, I asked this question really uh, uh, perfectly. Because I want us to go all the way back, mm-hmm. you know, um, to the time when science was really not really known that it's science, and when people are just curious about things, um, our place in the solar system, um, what really happened in the beginning in astronomy, in terms of astronomy, really to our place in the solar system. I mean, you can come up with it in, in, with the range of discoveries that have been made up to this point. So really, really long ago, this yes. started in ancient Greece. Hmm. People thought that the Earth was the center of the universe and hmm. this planet, uh, this like planets and fa- this family of planets. So it thought that um, they thought that everything revolved around the Earth and the Earth was the center of everything because humans existed on there. So it had to be special. <laughs> I mean, it seems like so. <laughs> yeah. And because they saw everything rising in the east and setting in the west, they yes. automatically assumed everything revolved around them. So that was more along the lines of Ptolemy and Aristotle. Those two scientists. um, And they even came up with math to match their ideas or their hypotheses. So they did find math, but their math was a bit full of errors. (laughs) So eventually then Galileo and Copernicus came along. So Copernicus suggested the heliocentric model, which basically means that the sun was the center of the solar system and all the planets orbited around it. Hmm. And that also the planets were orbiting in spheres. I mean, in ellipses. Because um, Aristotle thought and Ptolemy thought that they were ellipses, not ellipses, they were perfect spheres. Perfect spheres, spheres, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. (laughs) They were perfect spheres. Yeah. Yeah, whereas Copernicus actually proved, along with Kepler and Galileo, oh, yeah. that they're actually ellipses, hmm. and that be- and that's because of the distribution of like mass and gravity in our solar system. Hmm. Yeah. So that's uh, the heliocentric model. Yes, and that's tr- that's the true. That's the one that matches reality. Hmm. So they started first by believing that the Earth was the center of the whole universe. Yes. Right. And then they went to, are you saying it's the sun? Yeah. So from the Earth, they went to the sun being the center, which was correct. Wow. But the center of, uh, is it, did they think the whole universe? Well, at the beginning, yes. yes. But eventually more and more scientists came along and more experiments could be done mm-hmm. as technology developed and we realized we are not the center of the universe. Hmm. 
one thing a very important thing that you just mentioned more technology came along and we realized that um we've been making some mistakes i mean what happens if um you have discovered something and then you actually find a new uh, observation or a phenomena that's happening and that literally changes everything that you've discovered first. What, what's the process that you need to do uh, scientifically? Well, as a scientist, you have to be constantly ready yes. to adapt and change your beliefs and mm. ideas. Mm. Mm. So that is one of the things. If you find something that goes against your theory, yes. you're either going to have to adapt your theory to fit it mm. or there might just be something wrong with your theory and you're going to have to start from scratch once again. <laughs> that happened multiple times. I mean, um, Einstein and Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Lawrence thought that he had the whole length contraction time dilation thing figured out, hmm. but he didn't. And then Einstein came along yes. and looked at it a completely different way and started from scratch and he could do it. Wow, that must be an exhausting process. Oh, definitely. <laughs> People only do that when they're very old. <laughs> uh, so um, um, the next uh, question or kind of what I want us to speak about uh, based on how far we've got with our questions today is the cosmological principle. Mm. I mean, I did mention it a few uh, on, I think, one of one of my shows that I did uh, with uh, a guest as well from here. But we didn't actually go deep into what is cosmological principle and what does it really say. So if you can just please have mercy on explaining uh, to us what that is. <laughs> so the cosmological principle, which yeah, yeah. I also recently learned last yeah, year, yeah. <laughs> is basically saying that there is no center to the universe. And we are not, there's no special place or special time in the universe. And that includes us. We are not at a special place. We mm. are not at a center. Everything on large scales is homogenous and isotropic. Hmm. So what does isotropic mean so, on a much more simpler terms? So isotropic yes. and homogenous basically mean that when you zoom out, so when you go at really, really large distances and scales so when you go into like galaxy clusters so on yes. the scales of the universe mm -hmm. everything looks the same so you cannot tell one part from another everything looks the same and everything is the same in time there's no special time or no preferred time and mm. there's no preferred place either there's mm. no specific center everything just exists wow and it's equal so, so would you say that the cosmological principle really breaks down when we come to our scales, like local scales? Oh, definitely, scales, yes. yes. Because if you look at our solar system, for yeah, example, yeah. there's yes. definitely a preferred place in terms oh, of gravity, yes. the sun, Ooh. because it weighs the most in our yeah. solar system. But if you keep zooming out, so not our galaxy, yes, not yes. like our local group of galaxies, yes. when you zoom out to extremely large scales, mm. that's when everything looks the same and everything <laughs> is the same. That's beautiful. Remember that today we have the Martian scientist herself joining us on Active FM Studios. Um, my name is Andrew Falazi Wahahomu, and I'm going to go for a music session, Javeria. But I, before that, I need to remind you that you owe us on The Void Show. What do I owe you? <laughs> you owe us, and I'm going to tell you what you owe us, and hopefully this time you won't disappoint us. Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs>
<laughs> Make sure that you join our conversation today with Javeria on all our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter. It's at ActiveFM. Never forgetting that The Void Show has really its own new Facebook official page. It's at The Void Show with Andrew. I will make sure that I take lots and lots of pictures with Javeria in studio today so that you can see um, how we had the discussion as well. Um, this will be really live on YouTube so you can also find this podcast alive on youtube it's at active fm um we have the honor today to have your mother javeria in active fm studios yes right and so after this music session i'm gonna call her in okay. um, hopefully she doesn't mind i just want to discuss a few things with her <laughs> sure but you listening to the void show out there let me just give you this jam to rock you up saying to you my heart explodes
again for being with us i do really hope that you enjoyed that gem it's from a reactive saying to you my heart explodes remember that that is the new album that actually reactive has just released recently so remember that today we are giving you the universe in a nutshell and we did really if you've just scrolled over to this point you want to make sure that you go back to the beginning and hear the kind of the atmosphere that we had with our guest javeria but it's not only javeria today because we are joined by uh, her special mother miss mrs magda Mrs. Magda, thank you so much for joining us on The Void Show. Thanks a lot. You bring me here. <laughs> um, um, make sure that you join our conversation. Um, it's at Twitter. The handle is at ActiveFM. Okay, Mrs. Magda, I'm going to speak with you right now um, from a perspective of a mother. But now, um, just for you to find this time as being a relaxing time, I will be speaking with Javeria about a few things and then I'm going to get to you. No problem. <laughs> and I have a special surprise for you, Javeria. Hopefully won't disappoint us this time oh my gosh i'm scared <laughs> well if you remember what you did to us on the previous two shows you what disappointed us and 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 this time hopefully you're gonna do the things you know <laughs> okay let's see what things are <laughs> okay now let us speak about the expansion of the universe okay I've had a lot of people, and I mean lots of people, who came to me and told me that they do not believe in the expansion of the universe. I mean, oh they're saying, that sounds ridiculous, it's crazy, you can't have a thing like that. Including the redshift as well. Mm. So, tell us, what is the expansion of the universe and what does it really mean? So, it's sort of the idea that all the galaxies are moving away from each other, or galaxy groups. So if you think about it, you put a bunch of dots on a balloon and you oh, yeah. blow that balloon up. Hmm. So by expanding, the balloon's getting up, yes. but all the dots see is that the other dots are just moving away. Hmm. And we are one of those dots. So redshift basically yeah. happens when things are moving really fast away from you and the waves okay. coming to you from them yes. get stretched. The light waves. Yes. Okay. So because it's called redshift because yes. they move to the red end of the spectrum. Oh yeah. Of the visible spectrum. So hmm. that's why it's called redshift. Yes, and yes. we've noticed that we look around and we see all these galaxies moving away from us oh, at yes. incredible speeds. So it looks like we're the center and everything's moving away from mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. But in reality, everything's moving away from each other. Oh. So that's what they mean by the universe is expanding. The mm. universe is not some contained bubble that's getting bigger. 
It's just that everything is getting further and further away from each other. Hmm. I'm thinking it was really very, very brilliant of you to mention that um, it's they're not really moving away from us. Because by saying us, I'm thinking... Because we just spoke about the cosmological principle and it's yes. saying we don't really have a special place in the universe. So I'm thinking that was quite brilliant to say, not us, right? Yeah, they're, they're moving, not away, moving from away from everyone. From, so yeah. so if, if to, yes. we were on Andromeda, which yes. is our neighboring galaxy, yes. it would look like... The Earth was moving away from us. Hmm. So it's honestly just about perspective. It's all relative. Oh, so it doesn't really matter where I go. I would still see the same thing. Yeah. Beautiful. Ooh. Now, <laughs> blue shift. Yes. Blue shift. We spoke about red shift. There's blue shift as well, right? Yes, but yes. blue shift very frequently occurs in the universe because everything's moving away. Blue shift oh. happens when something is moving towards you. Oh, yes. So the waves are sort of pushed together and squeezed together and that causes them to have a higher frequency. And oh, because yes. of that higher frequency, they're shifted to the blue end of the visible spectrum. Oh, the yes. one that has higher energies. Yes. So that's why we call it blue shift because to us it appears mm -hmm. as if they have more energy mm -hmm. when in real fact they're just moving towards us. Oh. So the waves get squished yes, up. Yes. Yeah. Now you're mentioning the thing of the spectrum and I'm thinking uh, probably someone is, is, doesn't really know what a spectrum is. I mean mm -hmm. you keep mentioning a spectrum, it's shifting. Do you want to explain to us the, the spectrum? So the electromagnetic spectrum is oh, yes. basically a range of light so we always see light right yes. and you have radio waves microwaves gamma rays those are all types of light mm. but they have different energies and yes. different wavelengths and those two things correspond to each other so if you have a shorter wavelength oh, yeah. you have a higher frequency mm -hmm. and therefore a higher energy so oh. like gamma rays and x-rays mm. and if you have a longer wavelength yes. Yes. then you have a shorter frequency no you have a smaller frequency yeah. and you have less energy and that leads you to take it on the red yeah on the red end of the, spe of the spectrum so that's low energy so like microwaves radio waves oh yeah those are low energy waves. Um, the kind of light yes that's why they don't affect us the oh. visible spectrum as well yes, because yes. The visible spectrum, that's interesting. Yes, so yes. that's where the red and blue sort of came from. Because the visible spectrum itself has a range of wavelengths and values. Hmm. And we go by the colors of the rainbow. Oh. So red, orange, yellow. Yes. Green, blue, indigo, violet. violet. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so when you go in there, you get the high energy ones on yes. the violet side. Yes, yes. And you get the low energy ones on the red and orange side. That's why... When we, when we see things moving away from each other, they have lower energy, they're red shifted they're oh. on the reddish side. Yes. Hmm. Okay, now one last question before I speak with Mrs. Magda and before I actually reveal the surprise. Oh gosh, <laughs> okay. Uh, shooting stars, right? Um, a lot of people really have a misconception or really misunderstand what a shooting star is because of the name itself. I mean, it's suggesting that it is a star. So yeah. tell us more about that. So a shooting star is just a piece of meteorite flying by us or like if pieces of it break off and burn up in our atmosphere, yes. we see it as a shooting star. Hmm. But it's so not it actually a star. It's not a whole <laughs> star. It doesn't have fusion. 
<laughs> at its core, it's just a rock, and it looks bright in our sky because when it's burning up in our atmosphere, that's oh. what makes it look like it's the friction maybe in the yeah atmosphere. from the atmosphere. So mm. that's what makes it look like it's lit up. Hmm. That 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 that's that really is interesting because I mean, like, if if it were a star. That would mean actually stars can shoot, and because our sun is a that star, you can just imagine. That would be very dangerous <laughs> if there was a star headed towards us. Ah. Extremely dangerous. Or maybe yeah. just imagine the sun shooting. Oh God! <laughs> no, we wouldn't survive that. Um, today we are joined by Javeria Magda. Uh, make sure that you join our conversation uh, on the Void Show new official Facebook page. It's at the Void Show with Andrew. As I welcome Javeria's mom, Mrs. Magda, on Active FM Studios. Thank you again for joining us. Thanks a lot, Andrew. Um, Javeria is studying uh, astrophysics and astronomy, and um, it's actually her final year this year. How does it feel uh, from from a mother perspective? Yeah, yeah I'm a proud mother. Yes. Yeah, because of the physics, it's yes. normally the kids are not taking those type of subjects. Mm. It's hard, or we can say it's a dry subject yes. for yes. those who don't want to interest it. Yes. But uh, because she likes and her passion from grade mm. three. So that's mm. why it's uh, not a problem in the educational side. Mm. But the family side is a little bit problem because <laughs> she don't have a time for the us and uh, she uh, she is in her room. Uh, even some activities she do, it's yes. only like, related to the astronomy oh, yeah. and physics as well. <laughs> so that is sometimes uh, like I'm thinking, why must I allow her to take this subject? <laughs> it's like that. Wow, that's uh, what do you say, Javeria, for that? I mean, <laughs> I can't say anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm planning to go to space, so it takes a lot of hard work. <laughs> okay, uh, where do you see yourself, Javeria? Maybe in the future, where do you see yourself? How far in the future? Um, <laughs> in maybe probably in the next. 15 years or so. Oh, <laughs> in the next 15 years. So, around about my mid 30s. Because this is going to be live and a lot of people are going to be listening to this, so you better do whatever you're going to say. <laughs> oh, no, definitely. Yeah. So far, I've done what I've planned on doing. So, I hope to continue on that part. Yes. Um, I see myself in space definitely i don't know if it's going to be on the international space station hmm. or on mars yes. but if it's mid-30s i'm definitely hoping i'm one of the colonists on mars hmm. that's where i see myself yeah that's beautiful. but i want to have you an astrophys- to yeah i've always wanted to go <laughs> i think i need to ask how do you feel about that <laughs> i'm not happy about that how can you say i'm happy see i she, if she's an astronaut i'm happy it's yeah, fine because yeah, yeah. her passion is yes, but yes. i want to be a she's settled down after yes. uh, some period yeah because yeah. i'm a mother i want uh, she is be married of course enjoy yeah. the married life yes, as well yes. it's not like only the prospect of her side yeah it's sometimes yeah. from my side as well that's true so it's like that i'm not uh stopping her yeah, about her education yeah, i yes. say until whenever whatever you want to do it you do it mm-hmm. but there's sometimes you see about from my perspective yes, as well. yes. Ooh. <laughs> now uh what can you say to a mother uh, who maybe you know uh their children wants to pursue the same thing the kind of support that she should give to their kids See, sometimes you live your children, their life. 
and if it's on the right way why must you stop them oh yeah so mm. if you have opportunities avail yes. them yes. see i am she is my eldest child so yeah, yeah. i i have something so yeah, i spend yeah. the time with her or i can do it something for yes, her yes. so that's why i allow her to do it it's not uh, and sometimes when you are stop the children they are stressed if that's they don't true. like those things they are stressed <laughs> so i'm thinking like if the child is happy the mother yes. is happy wow Hmm. So the same thing the child also knows yes. if mother is happy also happy wow <laughs> that really is deeply amazing it it really is so it's time to reveal the surprise javeria okay. i mean uh we're going towards the end of the show and remember do you still remember the games that we played with you for the past two shows oh my gosh no <laughs> the one where i had to answer really quickly yes. on the spot i remember that you did not answer So you lost. We won. Yeah. And remember what had to happen if you lost. I do not remember. Okay, I will remind you. Those things we pull up every time. All right. You had to sing for us. Oh no. And mm. now please do the justice. <laughs> you didn't. Just, you didn't sing know, for us, Javeria. Yeah, no. she likes singing. No, yeah, on. of course she likes no, singing. No, I'm horrible at no, it. No, no. I'm horrible. <laughs> I'm not allowing you to leave the Void Show studios without <gasps> singing for Can us. Can I not just answer the question instead? <laughs> no. Uh-uh, no, no, no. So we wish you lose. I mean, we're here with your mother and I mean, this is going to be live so it will be a memory to remember. Um please It's do the justice. It's going to be on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> please sing for us, Javeria. <laughs> I just a very quick song. I don't know what song to sing. We don't take no for an answer. Any song is fine. What song do I sing? <laughs> one Direction one? Which One Direction one? There's so many. Uh, which one you remember the lyrics or something like that, no? I remember all of them. Mom, you need to be specific. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you. I don't remember. <laughs> what do you suggest, Andrew? The first song. The first song. Yes. The One Direction song. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to embarrass myself so badly. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll look this way. Mm. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> you're insecure, don't know what for. You're turning heads when you walk through the door. Don't need makeup to cover up. Being the way that you are is enough. Everyone else in the room can see it. Everyone else but you Baby you light up my world like nobody else The way that you flip your hair gets me overwhelmed But when you smile at the ground it ain't hard to tell You don't know You don't know you're beautiful That's what makes you beautiful Wow, I think we should give you <laughs> This will be a memory indeed. <laughs> yeah, the physicist is singing. <laughs> the oh, physicist yeah, is singing. I embarrassed myself. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really unusual. I mean, you uh, made me do it. <laughs> wow. Um, um, I mean, for the last two shows, you actually didn't do that for us. You've been avoiding it. Yes, I have. <laughs> Javeria, mom, um, and Javeria yourself, thank you so much for being with us on The Void Show. It's an absolute Thanks. pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> I hope to be having you once more again in the future. Sure. Yes, probably this year I would invite you again. 
great. Looking it was Javeria and her mother. Make sure that you tell us what you're thinking about what we were speaking about today. The physicist sang for us today. So you can find that on YouTube as well. It will be uploaded there. Check us on our website. It's www.activefm.co.za. And right after this, I am closing. Hi, everyone. This is Pastor Ebenezer. You are tuned to Active FM. Christ music is hot music. The time is now where I apparently have to leave the Void show and Active FM studios today. Uh, please, if you've just scrolled to this point, make sure that you go back to the beginning and hear what we were speaking about today. We were speaking the universe with an astrophysicist. I'm speaking about the Martian scientist herself. She did really as well share uh, her future plans and we had the privilege as well of being joined by her mother. So. She even sang for us, which is a bit unusual for a physicist to do that. So um, please make sure that you go back to the beginning and hear what we were speaking about. Now, the question that I always ask is, what did you learn from this show today? I mean, with this elapsed time, we want to know what did you learn? Please make sure that you share with us that on The Void Show Facebook page is at The Void Show with Andrew. Instagram at ActiveFM777, Facebook forward slash active fm and twitter it's at active fm and last but not least you can find us on our website active fm website it's www.activefm.co.za this show will be uploaded on youtube so you can also find it on youtube we on spotify um i mean itunes podcast and google podcast as well so make sure that you search all those platforms and follow us there and for me myself and i i am leaving the studio see you next time same place radio has never been better christ music is hot music